It's Saturday. We're live. Uh, this is Parenting Porcupines. We're going to talk about being the meanest mom in the neighborhood, which I feel like is an award they ought to give out and one that we're probably all trying desperately to win. Uh, so let's do it. We're the Libertarian Moms and this is Parenting Porcupines, episode nine. All right, I love this topic because um, I have, since Holly was a little kid, uh, sworn that I was going to be the meanest mom in the neighborhood. Uh, you can get the show notes out on the blog if you're new to our broadcast. You might want to go out there and follow along. Uh, we are probably going to cover a lot more than what's in the show notes, but you can see some of the links to some of the things we've been talking about um, out there. It's parentingporcupines.com. I started with uh, not letting other kids eat at my house, <laughs> but if they wanted to eat, they needed to go home, right? So they come over to play and then it'd be like, Miss Casey, we're hungry. And I'm like, get out. <laughs> I'm not feeding other people's children. And part of that is like, you know, allergies and all this kind of thing. But the other part of it is I grew up in a family where like you didn't do that. You didn't eat at your neighbor's house. Like that just wasn't a thing for us. Uh, my parents were always very strict about it. And my papa, when we were little kids, uh, if our neighbor friends came over to my uh, grandparents, my papa would like tell us to drink out of the hose in the yard. Like if you got- <laughs> I have both done that and had people do that at my house. And you drank out of the hose. Like, that's how we did things. You were not allowed in the house. If you had to go to the bathroom, mm -hmm. you went home, you played in the yard, right? And so I kind of grew up that way. And I, I sort of kept those rules. Um, but as Holly's gotten older, I have a tendency to really want her to like me. Like, <laughs> especially now that she's like getting to be 13, where that's going to be impossible. She's not going to like me. But I find myself doing things like taking her to special places and buying her things and like really trying to earn that affection and so it's really hard right now for me to like put the foot down and be like I'm the mom boom discipline um I'm struggling with it so I thought like let's talk about this because I know Jessica you're a much meaner mom than I am so tell us about your take on this yeah I'm a I'm a no-nonsense mom I, I you know I really am and I get some criticism um, from certain members of our family who think I'm too hard on my kids. And I, I posted actually when I was promoting this episode, a meme that says, um, it said something like, I don't care what you think about how I raise my kids because I'm not raising assholes. Um, and that's, that's what I tell my kids, you know, like I'm not raising you to be an asshole. You might think I'm strict. You might think I'm mean, but I'm just trying to keep you from growing up to be an asshole. Um, so that's, uh, that's my take on it. <laughs> I like it. I like it. What about you, Melissa? You said too, that you're not afraid to be the meanest mom in the neighborhood. What's, what's your take on this? I'm not. Cause my mother always said, if you like me all of the time, I'm doing it wrong. Like right. you are going to straight up hate me sometimes, but it's for your own good. Cause I'm the grown up. It's my job to, you know, set the rules and set the standards. You can't just let kids be crazy. Yeah. You know what? I think that's the, the best place to go from here is when mm -hmm. you said that exact phrase, I'm the grown up, and it's my job. I know the difference, right? Kids don't necessarily know what's best for them. They know what they like. They like stacks of Oreos and chocolate milk for every meal. Right. But we know that's not the right thing for them. And it's, 
on us because we have more experience and we have education. Like it's our job to to draw the line there, and not just when things are um, obviously wrong, but also when it's things like to Jessica's point that are indulgent enough that this is going to create bad behavior. It's going to make them somebody we don't want them to be. Right. We were on vacation some number of years ago. It's been a few years now. And um, I don't remember which part of the family we were with, but we were with another part of the family. There were, there were other kids in this house that did not belong to any of us who were staying in the house and they were throwing a ball. And I told my son not to do that because I didn't want him to break anything. You know, he's not allowed to throw a ball in the house at home. He's not going to do it in somebody else's house or anywhere else. Um, so a comment was made that let them be kids. They're on vacation. It's their vacation too. Right. But certain rules still have to apply. I'm on vacation. That doesn't mean I have license to go rob a damn bank. Right. Like it, it's about boundaries. You teach your children that there are certain boundaries that you have to, re, you know, respect um, to keep peace. Right. To, that's, part of, that's respecting other people's property. Right? Property. Yes. The kids, the yeah. kids don't necessarily know that they don't think about it as somebody else's property or rental home. Right. Mm -hmm. But that's again, you're the grown up. You're supposed to know. And mm -hmm. I think it's interesting that when, when we do call our kids down, when other adults step in and they're like, it's fine, they'll be fine. And I'm totally guilty of this because last night we were playing Jenga on the driveway and one of our neighbors brought her little two year old over. And as I was stacking up the Jenga, the two year old kept pulling the blocks off. And she was like, no, honey, stop or something to that effect. And I was like, it's fine. She'll be fine. It's just a game. I don't care. Right. Like I'm in the vodka at this point where I'm like, it's cool. We can just do whatever. You know what I mean? And this mom is looking at me like, stop telling my kid it's OK to wreck your game. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so, but I like well, to and play, I think that's, right? That's a fine line telling other parents like it's OK if you want to let it slide. I'm OK if you're OK. Like, right. I'm not, I don't want to give your child permission to do something that you tell them not to. But just so you know, I'm not going to be mad about this. Like, right. you've got to get on the same wavelengths with the other parents. Yeah. And that can be definite, hard. It's a definite kind of communication to, like, look at the mom and be like, "We're good. I'm cool. I'm not mad. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be yeah. fun. <laughs> All right, so uh, the other thing I'm struggling with right now that has got me on this like meanest mom thing is uh, Holly, you guys know Holly's homeschooled. She's got a very fluid day. She just sort of gets up when she wants to get up, eats whatever she wants. She's like a savage, right? <laughs> feral, the feral child. The, exactly, the <laughs> only place that I'm really forcing discipline is that I make her go to swim team three times a week. She goes from four to five, uh, three times a week. And this is there, there's just no compromise on this. You must get in the car. You must go and be in swim team. And so I've really been struggling with this because she struggles with it. She does not like swim team. She doesn't want to be in the pool. She doesn't want to work out. She doesn't want to exercise, blah, blah, blah. And I'm getting it from all directions, right? Like the grandmothers are like, she's so sad. Why do you make her do this? You know, it's, well, she's got mad anxiety. She gets really upset. I'm like, oh, I get it. I get it, right? I don't want to make her unhappy. 
And then the other side is like, she's got to have discipline. She gotta, you've got to make her stick with this. You know, she needs the exercise. The serotonin is good for her. And I'm like, yes, I believe in the power of swim team. This is important. But I'm back and forth. You guys know I've been struggling with this. So just are there things that your kids don't want to do that you make them do? And and why? Right. Like going to visit grandparents or something yeah. like that, that they're just like, no, fuck that. And you're like, nope, we're doing it anyway. Well, they going to visit grandparents, they they love doing that, right? Like they they enjoy time with all their grandparents. As she <laughs> said on Facebook, it's fine. Yeah. 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 But, my my um, mom's a much different grandparent than she was a parent. I sure you mine is too. But Jackson, Jackson has always played sports. He played baseball. He likes to try new things. Caldwell, not so much. And so Caldwell will start doing something and he'll quickly get bored or he'll decide he doesn't like it. And then he just doesn't want to do it. Right. So our rule in our house is if you ask to do something, if you choose to do that and you ask us and we agree and we pay the money, we buy the equipment, we you know take you to practice, you have to participate and you have to finish the season. You don't ever have to do it again, but you will finish what you, you started. You will be there. You made a commitment. And and I like, I get it. Kids are kids, right? But they need to understand. And I, I'm a I'm a big believer in this. You you teach them early what it means to commit to something, right? Mm -hmm. And that's a commitment. And you have to honor that commitment because it's it's a promise that you made. You made a promise to a team of people. And right. it's it might be T ball, right? Because Caldwell did T ball and he hated it. We made him finish the season because even though he was five years old, you know, he needed to understand that other people were were there, they were relying on him. And I just I think that's important. And you know, like I said, he never did it again. He doesn't want to do it now. That's fine. I'm not going to make him do it. But you finish what you started is, I think, right, the yeah. the theme of that or the. Yeah. We have no idea. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You Are there something. other things, Melissa, that you make them do that they don't want to do? Um, <clears throat> no, I just, I well, they're chores, stuff like that. But my son just wanted to quit uh, his troop. He's been doing it for two years. He doesn't want to do it anymore. And I and it's been a fight getting him to go to the meetings. And I said, okay, you're, he's 10, almost 11. I said, okay, you can not go to troop anymore. You are going to talk to your troop leader and explain to him that you don't want to, I'm not doing this for you. You mm -hmm. want to quit. You need to man up and talk to him and explain and apologize and say, you just, this isn't for you. And he did. So I'm super proud of him, but oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Like, you're well, and, quit. and you're you teaching him quit, to, not me. <laughs> and teaching him to advocate for himself as well. Like this is not mm -hmm. something I'm interested in anymore. I'm sorry to let the team down, but, but I'm deuces. I'm out of here. Right. Um, yeah. yeah and it's like uh, 10 months out of the year. So, yeah. I mean, it's, it's not like it's a two month season. Right. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. We were, we, I was the same way growing up. Like my mom made us stick with whatever we had made a commitment to. And so, uh, and I guess, so on the side of the swim team thing with Holly, the season ends in May. And I've said to her, like, when the season's over, we can find something else. Right. Um, but I'm also, uh, you're going to do something. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm also yeah. Re I really believe that sports, some <laughs> kind of physical exercise is really important. Aren't they outside? Why aren't they outside? <laughs> Like we were literally completely outside until the minute you got online. And it was like, hey mom, hey mom. <laughs> I love that. I just love it. Um, yeah, so I, I think that the exercise thing is really important. So that's one of the things on our list. How do you get them to do the exercise, right? What about food? What do your kids eat? Are you like, um, so I know somebody that told me that they were obsessed with not letting their kids be picky eaters. They weren't going to let their kids like throw temper tantrums about the food that was on the table. For me, I was like, forget it. This is a battle that I don't have to win all the time. So we taught Holly how to make her own food. She can, she can fend for herself, but she's not going to eat what we're going to eat. She can fend for herself. She's very picky. She has a very small menu, that, but she wants to eat the same food over and over again. That's on her. We're just not going to make it for her. Right. And so to me, I felt like we did an okay job there. But I mean, I cannot tell you how many parents are on me or judging me. I know they're judging me about how she's very limited palate and how she makes her own food. I mean, she's going to be the only college freshman that can make her own food, right? Um, it'll be hot dogs and, and baked beans probably. But um, so what about Jessica? Did you guys draw a line on food? Like how do you get your kids to eat their vegetables? Oh, I will die on this hill. Yes. <laughs> yes. My kids eat what I prepare for them. Um, and if they don't, they can be hungry. <laughs> um, I don't I don't make separate meals, but I also don't cook things that I know they don't like. And if I do cook something that I know is not their favorite, I'll make sure that I have something in the meal that I do know that they like. So that way there's kind of a, a balance. So I know that they have something that they will eat, right? Um, but our rule, we have a rule in our house that you have to at least try one bite of everything on your plate. If you don't like it, you don't have to finish it, but you have to at least try it. And the reason, the reason that we, that we insisted upon that is because my concern is I don't ever want for my children to sit down to a meal that someone else prepared for them and say, I don't like this. Right. So that's, that's kind of, I was, I was, just, I was very adamant that that's, that was something we do in our house. And my kids are Caldwell's a little more picky than Jackson, just because of his um, situation, textures and things like that bother him. So he has a harder time with different foods, but, um, but for the most part, they're pretty, pretty good eaters both of them. So what about your kids, Melissa? Do you make them eat their vegetables? Um, I do not. I have the same, I have the same mode of operation as Jessica. I make stir fry a lot. Rice with stir fry. One of my children hates rice. I make her a pack of ramen noodles to put the vegetables on. There you go. It's no effort. I know she doesn't like the rice, but yeah, no, you eat what I put in front of you or you don't eat. We do yeah, three we meals, two snacks. This That's just was not eat. something I was willing to fight with Holly on. I mean, we, oh, we don't we fight. Went. I don't care well, we, if they don't eat it. <laughs> but, they're, but they're not getting any. They understand they eat it or they go hungry. I'm not, well, I'm not we, yelling at them. And your kids are here too. When we did when, uh, when she was really little, we had like, we went to uh, Orlando on vacation. We go to this restaurant. Um, we're at Maggiano's, we're at Maggiano's, we're having this like 
kind of expensive Italian meal. We order ravioli for her. At the time, she called them tops and bottoms. We order tops and bottoms for her, right? It's the pasta that has tops and bottoms. Adorable. And so um, I know. And so we have this for her. She takes one bite. She hates it. She doesn't want to have it. She will not eat it. And Charlie like comes unglued in the restaurant, like you will eat this. And our poor server is like, I could bring her something else. And we're like, no, she'll either eat that or she won't eat anything. And she's like, fine, I'm not eating anything. That child would starve if we had that rule. I could do not. <laughs> we would 100% just not eat at all. If there was not food in the house that was for Holly, she would starve. And so we kind of got to where it was like, all right, you're eating apples. She drinks a ton of milk. Like you've got, you know, peanut butter and jelly. And like when I was growing up, my I was really picky when I was a little kid too, right? And my mom, my pediatrician told my mom, he said, she will live on peanut butter and jelly. Let her make them herself. It will be fine. And I ate peanut butter and jelly for years. And when my, they made salmon, they made asparagus, none of that. Now I eat everything. So I told Charlie, I was like, she'll grow out of it. Like at some point she'll, yeah, it'll just it snap very, and she'll stop eating this thing. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll, we ask her to try the stuff that we're having. Like we'll make soup and things like that. Like, just give it a try. You might like it. And for the most part, she'll try it. She'll be like, meh, that's not my thing. Um, but like this year she's, she added tacos to her list this year. And so now she eats tacos. So like next year, maybe she'll add some and cheeseburgers. She added cheeseburgers as well. So like maybe next year she'll add something else. Like every year she like kind of picks up a couple more things. Sometimes peer pressure is a good thing. Mm -hmm. What you only eat peanut butter or jelly? That's gross. Yeah. We eat sushi. Like my friends couldn't believe I didn't drink coffee. I still don't drink coffee. But like <laughs> they're like, how do you not drink coffee? I'm like, that's because it's gross. But yeah, yeah I think you're right. I think the older she gets, get older, her her friends will well, give her a harder time. And I think it. that I think that comes from adults too. Like I know when I was growing up because I grew up in a big, very close family, and so aunts, uncles, and grandparents, when, um, you know, when, when my brother and I were, were being difficult and our parents could not get through to us, sometimes they could, right? And so, mm -hmm. you know, in a situation where maybe a, a kid doesn't want to try something and a different adult says, what? You don't like this? This is so good. You should try yeah. it, you know? And oh, yeah. maybe, don't let maybe me be disappointed. You know. <laughs> Well, yeah. That's a hundred percent true. My younger sister is a big foodie. She's a fantastic cook. And anytime she cooks for the family, she'll just be on Holly about you've got it. This food is so good, Holly. You are missing it. I have a feeling that that yeah. eventually will it'll break through. I'm not, I honestly yeah. just don't worry about it. Like I she's healthy. Uh, and so I'm like, forget it. I, I, this is just not something we just said I will die on that hill. I'm like, it's just not one for me. I mean, it's just not. I just honestly just don't give a damn. If she's having, if she's eating and she's healthy, I'm good. I don't really care what it is. So, and which, and again, like maybe there are other things that I'm like going to be obsessive about, but this is just not one of them. Go ahead. I, I know like you're raising your hand. Like you're I mean, I think we've pretty much just before we even proceed through this conversation any further, we've pretty much established that I'm the biggest asshole mom in the group, right? So <laughs> just, just all of you watching, just go on ahead and put that in your mind because I'm probably going to be a bigger asshole looking at this topic. Going. Yeah, get ready. Whoa. Buckle your seatbelts, friends, because it's going to be a fun yeah. ride. Well, so, but again, you're also raising kids that are not assholes, and I may very well be raising the biggest prima donna on the planet, right? <laughs> it may be that at some point she's, boo -boo. <laughs> you know, and people are like, that is the most difficult child. I'm like, I don't know how she got that way. <laughs> so, 
I'm not sure why she's so spoiled. I have no, oh wait, that, I did that. Um, all right, what about homework? What about homework? What about study habits? Are you looking over their shoulders, Melissa? Your kids are, are back on campus now, right? Are you looking over their shoulders? They no, they don't do homework. They don't get homework. They're a Montessori school, so homework's not a thing. But what about you, Jessica? What about homework? If they did, I would. I'd make sure it's d done. Show me that it's done, but I'm not checking your answers. I'm not. My mom, yeah. my parents, if, if Ooh, I don't get it done, it's my fault. Yeah, yeah it's my problem. Yeah. My teacher's going to be mad at me. I have to explain it. Yeah. That's yeah. the position I took with Jackson and Jackson does it, does an exceptional job of, of handling his business. I mean, for a 12 year old boy, he is pretty responsible. Um, it, he's truly exceptional, but, um, he must be in the room. Is he in the room? No, he's, <laughs> he, he's actually, he's actually grilling chicken for dinner outside. Um, Jackson Superman is in the room. <laughs> He's cooking. He's cooking dinner. So um, I want my ten-year-old to spend more time with your twelve-year-old. I know, <laughs> right? Send, him up. Send Holly up there too. Send him up. Um, but with Caldwell, he has been really, really struggling. And I'm one of those moms. Like I don't think homework. I, they are in school all day. I don't. I'm not. I don't support homework. But for Caldwell, you know, we're having to be a little bit more vigilant and making sure that he is doing those homework assignments and studying and doing those things because he's not getting everything at school that he needs to get. Right. He's not, you know, retaining everything that he needs to retain. And so he's struggling. So it's, you know, it's I don't really have an answer because I'm at like complete opposite ends of the spectrum, depending on which child you ask me about. <laughs> So. I mean, I've never, I've, like I'm with you, I, I'm, I'm anti-homework as well, right? I yeah. understand the value of revisiting material within 24 hours so for retention purposes. Mm -hmm. So I get that piece, like I get the value of it, but I still think they spend so much time at school that when Holly was bringing home stacks and stacks of homework, I was like, you're killing me with this. If it's going to yeah. be more than an hour of your time, this is ridiculous. Like that, this yeah. is just too much work. Um, I don't think that's necessary. So I, I wasn't really vigilant on her homework when she was with uh, the like the public schools, but now she's homeschooled, and I'm even slacker now. Like, <laughs> like I'm the teacher, and I'm like, did you do some schoolwork today? And she's like, sure, I did. I'm like, okay. <laughs> well, my son does school from home. He he does the virtual schooling. And I used to check everything and like I was his teacher and I was checking over everything and marking it and doing all that. This year, I've taken a different approach. We have systems. I've taught him how to organize his day, how to make sure he gets everything done. Because I'm like, that's, that's more of a skill he needs than me sitting next to him, helping him with his schoolwork. He needs to know... Yeah how to get things done rather than, you know, who won the war of 1812. Right. It's, and and yeah. how to allocate his time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I've taken a different, and it's been very nice. It's worked very well this year. That seems like a great approach. And and really, you know, we're Charlie jokingly called this Holly's gap year last night. <laughs> Because, That's funny. Well, you know, Holly dropped out of middle school. She's taking a gap year, you know. Um, 
we're we're doing we're going to do the online school, Melissa, that you the um, Connections Academy next year for eighth grade to have a little bit more rigor in her schedule just mm -hmm. to kind of get her ready to go back to ninth it's grade. Nice, yeah. But, yeah. but but in this year, it's been like you know what things were so fucked up from the beginning of the year on that I was like, we're just not even with this. We're just not yeah. even with this. Like I, there, none of us need that extra stress. Like forget it. We are going to run this homeschool thing. It's seventh grade. The stakes are so low. We're going to be fine. Um, but what I found is there are times when then I say like, hey, let's put a schedule in or let's try this or let's try that. And she's like, adamantly rejects any level of structure whatsoever. <laughs> and so now it's like I've created this weird liber freedom person. <laughs> where I'm like, I literally have a porcupine in the house. <laughs> Which is fine, again, because we're, it, this is a, none of these things are permanent. And I think that's probably my other thing is I learned when she was a toddler that we grow out of everything. I mean, there was a time Everything's when- Everything's a phase. Yes, everything's a phase. And so it's like the just, mantra. just be patient with it and eventually it will pass, right? Like eventually we're going to get through this. Just be patient with it. And I think yep. that that's my leadership style too. I'm very laissez-faire leadership style where I'm just like, everybody can be trusted. It's going to be fine. Um, and I think that might be frustrating to the more like yeah. sort of controlling people in our lives um, that are like, why haven't you built this or that? I'm like, ah, oh, we don't need that. It'll be fine. She'll, she'll figure it out. What about outside time versus screen time? Are you guys, uh, is there a rule around screen time? Is there a rule around having to be out? I know, Melissa, your kids play outside all the time. They do. They love it. They, they also like to watch. We don't really have rules about screen time. We have rules about video games. They get one hour a day on video games. Xbox, PlayStation, computer, whatever. One hour. But TV, I don't care. As long as they're not bothering me, they can watch all the TV they want. <laughs> Just don't fight. I don't care. But yes, yeah. do you have screen time rules at the house? Um, yes, we do. Sometimes we enforce them a little more strictly than others. Um, we have to because if we didn't, our kids would sit and watch TV all day long. And when Caldwell watches TV for any extended amount of time, he turns into this tiny little satanic hateful lunatic yeah he's just horrible <laughs> like yeah he, he's it's not bouncing. it's not just him it's it's, no, it's all not. of yeah. them because it's sometimes we just go i'm like no electronics for a week especially yeah, in the summer yeah. time when there's no school i'm like that's it we're done y'all just yeah. get out of my house i'll see you tonight but i do yeah. make them play outside like if they are keyed up and in the house and I just go outside. Don't come back in until I tell you to. I don't care what yeah. you do out there. Just go. We So we ran into that when Holly was little, uh, probably like age seven, eight, nine, where there was a lot of YouTube watching. And then she would just be a complete asshole, right? Mm -hmm. And so then it would be like, hey, will you put your phone down or whatever it was she was watching YouTube on um, to do this thing, right? Take out the trash or something, something really small, like just something that helps the household, right? And mm -hmm. it would be this like... <laughs> Like there's all this sort of just shit attitude. And so I finally had like had enough and I was like, we're done with the shit attitude. Like we're just done here. And if you can't pleasantly depart from what you're watching to do something else, you won't be watching at all. 
And mm-hmm. now it's like she's figured that out so very easily. She'll go, um, yeah, you know, uh, uh, um, absolutely, mom, right? She will just pause whatever she's watching. She'll put it down. She'll very pleasantly get up and do, interrupt what she's watching oh to do my what I need to do. never learned this lesson. <laughs> yeah. My mom would scream at my sister. The two of them would scream at each other. I'm like, Megan, when mom says do something, just smile and nod and say, okay. That's all you, you don't have to get up and do it right this second. Just don't right. argue. Right. She never, my yeah. sister's don't 30 be a jerk about it. Don't be a jerk about it. never yeah. learned that lesson. <laughs> That's exactly right. Like, oh my God, my sisters are the same. We're going to get to discipline in just a second. But um, uh, one of our, uh, your husband, Jessica, wants us to mention the Yes Day movie. So um, the, I just saw this on Netflix. I haven't watched it yet, but it's about it's the parents really who good. have the day where they say yes to everything. I love this idea. Oh, it's a 24 hour challenge. I've heard, I've seen this on YouTube. Yes. Look, it's gonna, really, it's a cute you. movie. I don't think anything would change around here. Like, I feel like every day is yesterday. <laughs> the more we talk about these things, the more I'm like, I don't oh know. All I say is yes. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that sounds good. She's like, can I have ice cream? I'm like, is it 10 o'clock yet? She's like, no. I'm like, yeah, you can have ice cream. <laughs> you asked I got her for 10, you can have ice cream, cream today. Fun. And I said, no, she had ice cream yesterday. There's no ice cream today. <laughs> what? But why? Are you trying to conserve ice cream yesterday? Is there a shortage of ice cream? Are you trying to conserve it for some reason? No, she doesn't get a lot of sugar. And she goes a little cuckoo. Yeah. I mean, I'm I don't want to deal with the after effects of ice cream. The more we talk about, the more I'm like, I'm literally the slackest mom here. Um, and and but but it came from like early on, like when she was real, when she was young, like when she's four, five, six. I was really strict with her, and I think like she just has this self. I believe anyway, she's got so much self awareness now that she's like, I get it. I know the rules. I know we don't have rules. Like there isn't any of that. Like there's a rule in our house. I'm like that, that's not a thing. We never say that in our house. Like Holly will ask oh me something, God. and I'll be like. What do you think about that? I don't know. Here's why it's a bad idea. Maybe we don't do that. And she's like, okay. And like that's the end of the conversation. And I think I think I a lot of that. like there's a rule about this. Instead, I'm just like, I think that sounds dumb. And she's like, yeah, it does kind of. When I said it out loud, I realized that. I'm like, okay, then let's not. <laughs> yeah. See, I think that's the difference between one child and three children. I'm or sure. Two. Yeah. <laughs> Or even or, yeah. two, I'm sure. Yeah, there's nobody feeding her bad ideas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's not snowballing. It's not screaming and running through the house. Or then she'll like talk it out. I'll be like, just let's talk it out. What do you think about that? Like, let's just think about the logic here, right? And we'll just kind of go through the. Oh my god! Yeah, I don't even have to say no because she'll get to the place where she, where she goes. I feel like that's not. Um, yeah, you're you're. We're leaning toward no on this. How do you feel about? It? Yeah, I get that. That sounds about right, mom. Um, what about money? How have you guys taught your kids about money? Mine earned mm-hmm. money. Oh, right, yeah. right, right, right. I have a banner for that. I'm going to throw that right, up here. Sure. <laughs> I love it. Um, well, we have, a, we have a oh, chore chart. chart. Gotcha. And they have their chores and they mark them down when they do them. Or they forget to mark it down and they don't get paid for them. Not everything gets paid. Cleaning your room does not earn you money. Right. Taking out the trash the- does not earn you money because you're a member of this house. So you mm-hmm. do so. Because unloading the dishwasher earns money. Because yeah. I hate that job. 
I don't want to do it. I will pay them. Jessica, what about you? How do you teach your kids about money? We don't pay our children for chores. We did for a little while. Um, and, and Michael still has a thing with Caldwell that they do. I don't quite understand it. And I don't think they really keep up with it all that well because I don't think it really motivates Caldwell that much. Um, but we don't pay our children for chores because I, I think that's something they should do, certain things they should do um, because they're part of the household, right? They yeah. should contribute. Um, but we do give them opportunities to earn money. And so when they earn money, we, you know, let them spend it however they want with, you know, conversations about what's responsible spending and not <clears throat> a couple of years ago, they wanted televisions. And so, you know, we had them work toward getting televisions for their bedrooms. Um, and so that, you know, that was something we did. Um, trying to think of some other things. We, you know, we, we make them fix things. If they break them, they have to pay to fix them. If they tear their things up, yeah, um, that sort of thing. So teaching them that responsibility with that money, because I think, you know, it's, it's kind of easy for kids to do chores and earn money, but when they have a consequence of having to spend that money for something that they've broken, mm -hmm. um, then that's, you know, kind of a bigger lesson about the value of a dollar. And so yeah. that's something Mine's we do. Lost. Yeah. I lost the clicker for their television. So yeah. I'm like, let's go to the store. It's $35. Fork yeah. it up. Y'all lost the one I bought. So you're buying this one. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We, uh, you know, I, I'm fucking this up too. Um, when Holly wants something, I just buy it for her. <laughs> it's not too expensive. She doesn't want that much. I mean, she just doesn't ask for that much. Like, sure. So she has my phone and she can only use it if it's on Wi Fi. Um, it's not like an actual phone connected, right? But she can only use the phone on Wi-Fi. And um, it had my case on it. The phone and the case itself are like six years old, right? And so the case broke. It's plastic. It broke, right? The phone didn't break. She hasn't shattered the phone or anything, but the case broke. So she's like, I need a new case. You know, mom, I'd like to buy a new case. I'm like, okay. We just got on Amazon. It's like five bucks here. New case. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking this up too. I wonder though, cause I, <laughs> I do let her earn money by doing stuff for my company. Like she'll, um, she'll get our transcripts ready and things like that. Like she'll do things for the company and she earns money that way. And one of the things I'm bribing her for swim team with uh, hoodies and she gets up to $30 to spend on a hoodie. So if the hoodie is more than $30, then she has to pay for it out of her own money. And she collects money. Like her grandparents give her cash all the time. Like just about every time we see them, they're <laughs> handing her a $20 bill. Right. So she's got this like stash of money um, as well. So, but she just doesn't ask for very much. I mean, she's not the kid that when we go to the grocery store, she wants candy and cookies and all. Like, she just doesn't. She just really is pretty easy. And she doesn't leave the house very much. I mean, quarantine is part of the reason, but homeschool is the other. And so it's not like she's out and about looking for, you know, she doesn't need money to spend with her friends necessarily. Yeah, she's like not asking for her dollars. <laughs> exactly. I mean, her, her friends came over yesterday. She, we ordered a pizza, right? That's the kind of thing that like, if she'd gone to somebody else's house, she'd have taken 10 bucks with her to pay for the pizza. So, okay, that's fine. But like, I don't, I wouldn't have expected her to earn the $10 to take it to her friend's house to pay for the pizza. We would have just paid for the pizza so that her friend's mom didn't have to. You just see what I'm saying? Like, uh, so 
again, um, that's a fine line. It, we, it goes no, it goes back and forth. I hand my kids money for stuff sometimes. Yeah, I, I just wonder, what, like, what are the rules? I don't know. Whatever I feel like in that minute. That's what that. And it comes again to those conversations where like she said she wanted a writing tablet and the writing tablet's $200. And I was like, Holly, why would we spend $200 on a, on, not a writing tablet, a, a drawing tablet? So we bought you the, the least expensive one, like a $35 one. You never used it. So why would I now go and spend $200 on a, on a much more expensive one? So Something if you like that, if you want it, you buy it. Yes. Yeah. Well, you can demonstrate that you have a habit of drawing and you're drawing every day or you're drawing you know, three or four times a week and you can the show us. Yeah. Exactly. Where this is a serious investment in something that you want, then we'll meet you halfway. You come up with yep. 50%, we'll come up with 50%. It's an expensive investment, right? But even Holly was like, oh man, I haven't drawn for weeks. Like, I, you're right. I haven't earned <laughs> like it. Maybe it's that's not the right not thing to do right now. You know, again, like I'm like, Okay, so oh, why well, do I have to say no? See the latest because, thing and be like, "Oh my God, I want that." Everybody yeah. feels that. Like, <laughs> I want. Well, that. she was that way with the Switch. She wanted a Nintendo Switch, and she was able to like, like crowdfund her Nintendo Switch. She figured out how much it was going to be, and she told each of the grandparents, "This is how much I need you to give me for my birthday." <laughs> there, see, <laughs> so that I have what? enough money to be able to buy my Nintendo Switch, and That's I bought a Switch. Also, that's how Caldwell got his tortoise because he wanted a tortoise. And so we went and we figured out how much he needed and he saved his money. And then for his birthday, he asked for money and gift cards. Mm -hmm. um, and even now my kids are pretty much responsible for the care of their animals. Cause Jackson has a snake and Caldwell has a tortoise. And so, you know, they have to, Jackson buys the mice, you know, so it's we we expect them to take care of those those beings <laughs> that they wanted to be responsible for. Them, but, yeah. <laughs> that makes a good point because now you're talking about pets, right? We don't have any pets in our house. And when I mentioned about getting a cat, because I thought, well, Holly's by herself a lot, like maybe we could get Holly a cat. Holly said point blank, I don't want to care for that cat. I don't want to do the litter box. I don't want to worry about bathing it. She's like, I don't want to have anything to do with that. I, I don't want a cat. Do not get me a pet because I don't want to take care of it. I mean, what 12-year-old is like that self-aware that she's like, I'm too lazy for a cat. Yeah, no, that's good. I'm that's too lazy for a cat. So you're doing something right. Yeah. Uh, so we I had a dog before we had the silly. <laughs> I don't so. know if it's me. Uh, you had the dog first, right? Yeah. Did have <laughs> that poor dog, dog is just like, seriously, the kids are still here. I thought this was a phase. Yeah. <laughs> Every kid we'd bring home, the dog just. <laughs> Another one, Another one, really? Huh? Don't you, think you, Don't you know one? where those things come from? <laughs> come on. Uh, all right. So, so the topic of tonight's show is meanest mom in the neighborhood. I think we've established Jessica's the meanest mom in our neighborhood. And I am like legitimately, I'm, I'm, I'm not even doing the hard work here. <laughs> I'm not, I got to up my game. I'm going to have to work a little harder. <laughs> or, or we might be really going down the wrong road before too long. Um, so listen, uh, we missed Alex tonight. We're hoping to get her back on eventually, but, uh, more than anything, we're just glad to have had, we got up to five live viewers all at one time. So hopefully we'll get some people commenting. Okay. There were some great links that you shared this week. Uh, Melissa shared with us the, the video of the mom that said, don't do, don't treat your kid like a friend. So let's finish yeah. up with that. Um, the video was interesting to me because it had this idea of like her drinking wine with the kid, like sharing secrets with the kid, telling the kid things they probably ought not to, right? Um, 
And I'm wondering about that because I definitely am. A, Holly is my happy hour pal. I take her with me when I need to go to hat when I don't have anybody else to go to happy hour with. I take Holly with me. She rides around in the Jeep with me. Like she, I, I definitely to a certain extent treat her as like my playmate. Um, and so I'm, I'm backing off of that to an extent. Like I, mm -hmm. I have never shared anything that's inappropriate, obviously, right? Super personal. Um, but we do talk through things. I'm like, hey, I'm having a hard time with this and here's why. And a lot of times it's like interpersonal relationships with my, with my mom, with my sister, like that sort of thing. I'll talk that through with Holly only so she's got awareness of it, but not in a way that like I'm asking her for her advice or I'm expecting her to weigh in on it only to say like, hey, we're going to do this and it's going to be a little bit of a challenge and here's why, right? Um, so Jessica, what do you think of this? The idea that you can't be your kid's friend or you shouldn't be your kid's friend or where is that line um, as far as that's concerned? I mean, I think the line is probably going to be different depending on the person, first of all. So I'm, um, you know, I'm one of those people, mind your own motherhood. Um, but obviously the video was, you know, it was pretty, it was pretty extreme. And I guess part of that is for, to, you know, to make the point. Um, I talk a lot to Jackson about a lot of, a lot of things. Um, but he has had much different circumstances in his life than a lot of kids do. And so there have had to be conversations that maybe moms wouldn't have to have with other kids. Um, but generally speaking, aside from mental health, because we talk a lot about mental health in our home, which I think we're going to cover probably in a later episode, um, the second of the Monsters Under the Bed um, episodes. But, you know, I think I think that we've gotten as a society to a point where we feel like kids have to be protected in this bubble and they're, you know, these these super delicate, super fragile creatures. Um, and they're they're not. Kids are very resilient. Kids are um, are very thick skinned if you let them be. Right. And so I think that that this idea that we can't be hard on our kids is really is really harming, you know, and I'm not talking about being hard like talking down to them and treating them badly and calling them names or a lot from them. But I think having those expectations of them and, you know, and establishing the fact that I am here to be your parent. I am not here to be your friend. I am not here to make you, <clears throat> you know, feel good about this thing or that thing. I'm here to tell you the truth. I'm here to guide you. I'm here to give you coping mechanisms and teach you how to, walk through life and be a successful and functioning human being. Um, but isn't that, so wouldn't you think though, that being honest with your kids and being forthright with your kids in that particular way is how you show them respect, respect for them as individuals, yeah. respect for them as people to be honest with them about these things. So yeah. that's where like all of these conversations that Holly and I have, where I'm like, I'm struggling with this. I'm being honest with you because I don't know what the right choice is. And I don't want you to think that I'm making this choice lightly. That yeah. I'm simply saying no, because I haven't had enough wine <laughs> to say yes. Right. Well, and I think it's, you know, a lot of times I kind of, I draw this parallel between parenting and being an employer. Right. Yeah. So I think about it this way. I want to teach my children boundaries. I want to teach them how to be respectful and well-mannered and well-adjusted because one day they're not going to have a parent. They're going to have a boss manager. Yeah. 
you know, they're going to have somebody who is responsible for them in a different way. But if I'm not giving them those tools now, if I'm not teaching them those tools and those, you know, coping mechanisms now, they're not going to have that later. You know, if, if I, you're doing it all for them, if now. I do it exactly. If I do yeah. everything for them, if I, you know, go to their teachers every time they get a bad grade and I do, you know, all these things to make their life so easy, they're not going to know how to be that well-adjusted human being. And if yeah. that makes me a mean mom, yeah, and by God, I'll be the meanest mom in the neighborhood. <laughs> I'm, with you. I'm with you too. If that, if that qualifies me as a mean mom, I'm there. I'm with you. Yeah. It's more important to me. Cause I think of that too, as like from a managerial side, right? Like I'm, I'm managing this. I'm not, this is not me. Uh, there's a guiding coaching leadership management spectrum, right? And depending on the situation we're in, it's, am I your manager right now where I'm helping you do a specific task? Or am I your leader where I'm helping you build a vision for the life that you want to have? And how do we get you closer to that, right? Am I your coach where I'm cheering you on saying you can do this? Or am I? Oh, we lost her. I'm oh, going to no. guess, am I your reality check saying you're being, you're wrong and I'm going to tell you the truth about it. I'm just going to guess that's what she was going to say. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm like, and Shiza. Yeah, here we go. Um, so <laughs> Melissa, what do you think? I mean, as far as like, do you see your role as that of sort of a manager or, or something to that effect? Yes, my job is to raise functioning members of a society that can take care of themselves and can raise people and interact with people in a way, in a good way. So yeah, I'm trying not to raise people who don't know what they're doing. And there's a fine line, especially when you get to like the teenage years, because you want them to be able to come and talk to you and not feel like you're gonna finger wave and judge them. Mm -hmm. But I'm not your best friend, I'm gonna yet. My mom's my yeah. best friend now, but yeah, you know, yeah. when I was a teenager, that was not the case. But yeah, well, listen, this was really good, and I know we went on to we went to forty five, <laughs> which we normally stop at thirty, but I knew this topic was going to be a good one, and I think we're going to get a lot of response on it. So thank you guys so much for being here and being part of this. Um, your Saturday night now is off to a good start. Go ahead and pour another cocktail. You're off the hook now. We've been the Libertarian <laughs> Moms and this Parenting Porcupine. See you next week. Bye, Alex. <laughs>